Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm in this world and they made me a monster. And if you want Welcome to back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great today. Um, I don't know if you've heard the breaking news just before we uh, started recording, but uh, John Skipper, the president of ESPN, is out. Wow. He's is, is there some kind of scandal attached? Or Well, he says that he has a substance abuse problem and he needs to deal with it. Um, I don't know if there's a more salacious story that's going to come out or not. It's not clear. I think he just resigned to a really big con- He was just resigned to a really big contract. So but the point isn't that he's leaving. The point is that there is a vacancy at ESPN. At the very the top. President, at the very top, president of ESPN. So right now, here on 32 Fans, in our second to last podcast of the year, I am declaring that Akiva Wieneker and Alexander Chester are putting our hats in the ring. We are running for co-president of ESPN <laughs> right now. Okay. What do you think? This just happened, so we don't really have – so let's work out our platform now. And then maybe we could. Uh, How tongue in cheek are you being? Or should we actually send an application? No, I'm not being tongue in cheek at all. Well, I applied for a job at ESPN once, actually. I applied for a job at ESPN, and I got the. They told me I got the highest score of anybody in the history of the company on the initial uh, entrance exam. Yeah, but then and I definitely you. did not <laughs> cheat on that test. Yeah, as I recall, actually during the interview process, they talked about how it was a necessary requirement to move to Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> and I made a proposal. I said, "What about moving to like?" West Hartford, Connecticut, and they said no. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I, I wasn't but, moving to Bristol, Connecticut. Are you kidding? But I, I got five interviews deep to ESPN. I just kept on the person who was like in charge got way promoted and wasn't dealing with it anymore. So eventually, just fell through the cracks and ended up at NBC. But I had like five interviews there, and I did like check apartments. And like my biggest dream in life was like getting some crappy Connecticut uh, like city and just like living in like a like a bachelor pad by myself. Um, oh, well, you're not married yet at this time? So no, this is when you were 12 years old? I got married when oh. I was 20. Yeah, so that's what I'm... Like, it was going to be my dream. <laughs> and, like, come home on Fridays. All right, so what's your ESPN platform? Also, so I think our platform is, number one... Studio shows uh, captive four people. Okay. Uh, number two, we're going to hire... We're going to hire non-former players as color guys. Yeah, if you're a former player, that's a demerit, not a positive. You can st- not- can do the job, but it's not like, well, he's a former player, so therefore he should do the job. Right. And people who are not famous, who are good at it, will, you'll be able to get them much cheaper. We're saving the company money. Yeah. You have to b- pass like a basic intelligence test. 
Like we'll, we'll, right. we'll set up like scenarios of football, for example. And if sure. it's like, if it's, let's say it's like fourth and one from like the 38 yard line and you're down, you know, seven points with three minutes to go. And yeah. if, what if do it's, you do? It, it, yeah, or not even that, it, it, you're just watching. And if you don't even bring up punting or, or going for it, excuse me, or if when they like to go for it, you say, oh, what a risky decision. No, you're out right there. Yeah. Or yeah. like what happened yesterday, uh, a team gets the team uh, is on, what's it called? Two minutes, 43 seconds left. The team scores to cut the lead to seven. Now, if you're Todd Bowles, you'd probably kick off and let the team basically kneel down and have the game over. But, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, do you do you onside kick it there? Yeah. Uh, things like things like we that. had that was two awesome successful two onside, kicks. onside kicks simultaneously. And, and it was the very Jets, exciting. The Jets a few minutes later had the third one um, that went through the hands of a guy in the Saints, but they didn't recover it. So we could have had three in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That that the, that one had a chance also. The the Michael Tom, I think it was Michael Thomas, right, who missed it. Yeah, the Jets guy yeah, didn't jump on it in time. Listen, we, um, all right, so can, can we I, like before I, we like just argue about idiocy in, in Michigan yeah. and then get to football forty five minutes in? Well, but I'm not pro- done with my pitch. I'm not done oh, with my pitch for okay, now. We're, sorry, I, go ahead. We're bringing back the NHL. I feel like the NHL's cheap. There's no reason, and then ESPN two will become like the NHL channel. All hockey, okay. All not all hockey, but like it'll be the home of hockey. Like even the Stanley Cup Finals will be on ESPN two. Okay, that's fine. ESPN2 will become the home of hockey. I don't think anybody cares ESPN1, ESPN2. Everybody uses, like, the app these days. Who's watching television through cable? It's true. Yeah, that's true. What about the deuce? It was so exciting in, like, the mid-'90s. I would bother my parents every day, like, find out if we could get ESPN2 in our area yeah. when we couldn't. And, like, the, they would put Duke, North Carolina on purpose to get people to, yeah. to buy ESPN2 when we couldn't get it. It wasn't available. Yeah, I, I, read the, I read the James Andrew Miller book. And I loved it. I mean, but I, I lived it. I was a sports fan <laughs> while you were, you know, playing with your dolls in the basement. Um, all right, so bring I, back hockey. I, I told you my Shaq Will story, right? Your Shaq Will? So I didn't. I didn't have like I didn't have a TV growing up, and so oh my yeah, yeah, you've, fan, you've yeah. told that story on the podcast. Yeah. That you didn't notice. Yeah. So I, I, I called him Shaq Will, and I got an argument with kids in my class in third grade during the NBA draft because I looked at his name and it was S H A Q U I. So I'm like, it's Shaq Will, and he's like, no, it's Shaquille. And I thought these kids were just dumb, which which they might have been. But <laughs> right, another thing, like we're two people, so you have a legal background. I have a sports background. Um, <laughs> okay. The, the uh, getting a cable TV in your room when you're seven and only watching sports is the equivalent of going to Harvard Law School. Yeah. And getting uh, – um, Hartford, also, Hartford, like, I'm Law the good cop. Hartford, Hartford Law School. Hartford Law We're School. We're appealing to a Connecticut crowd here. So That's right. Um, I, I am the good cop. You're the bad cop. So, okay. like, you know, some, some – you know, when uh, like Michelle Beadle or, uh, or Katie Nolan comes and asks for a raise – you, you could, like, say, like, no, we're demoting you. And then I'll be like, no, no, no I'll convince them to give you a raise. Like, I'll be the good cop. Yeah. Um, it's more fun to, to switch. Like, when my wife and I are negotiating with, like, various things around the house or whatever, mm-hmm. it's fun when you sort of do the switch where, like, one's good cop, one's bad cop. And then sort of, like, with, with uh, like, unanticipated, you swap roles. You got to keep people on their oh. toes. Well, I've heard, like, I've heard your wife put you on the phone to argue with, like, you know, contractors or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're clearly the bad cop. She's, like, she's too much of a coward to be the, the bad cop. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought, I thought you were going to put it the other way around. Well, she's much meaner than you. She's <laughs> like, she, you're not really mean. Like, you're just like, you know, you get into lawyer mode. She's meaner than you, but like, she, she doesn't think want to do it. She's a pussy. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, I, yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we won't touch that one. And also, but listen, we're going to be a much woke. We're going to be like a, the wokest candidate there is. We're going. To, we're going to. First of all, uh, with all due respect, Akiva, you don't know what woke is. You you have this person who you claim is the wokest person you know on Twitter, and I've seen that person's tweets. Wait, no, stop, 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 right. stop, stop. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Um, right, I'm just, stop, I'm just questioning your definition of woke. Is all I'm saying. Okay, no, no, no. and um, 
Okay, 50% women. We're going to have women announcers, and women are even available to be analysts um, because, I mean, Jessica Mendoza is an analyst. But I, I got to say, be, women announcers are usually better, probably because like they have to like reach such a standard to yeah, like, they have to like, avoid being scraped yeah. from the bottom. We yeah, but yeah, to not be criticized by all like the trolls. But um, there was one game. I think it was maybe the Dolphins Bills game. There was one game yesterday, and every time they cut to it on Red Zone Channel, I don't know who the announcer was, but it was like a brush of fresh, fresh air. Because I'm so used was to it like a Beth Darryl Mullins. Moose. I don't know, but I'm so used to Daryl Moose Johnson, whichever idiot blathering on. And this woman actually like was like intelligent, which was so unusual for a for a, like a, a 1 p.m. Yeah, uh, the Giants Eagles game, game had Chris Spielman, and he is my new. It used to be Tony Sergusa and Moose Johnson, and Brian yeah. Billick back in the day was abysmal, but. Um, the the worst announcer now, without question, is is Chris Spielman. He has well, marbles in his mouth. Yeah. What? <laughs> there's a question because there's a lot of bad ones, but yeah, there's bad ones. But he has marbles in his mouth. Uh, he's always worrying about the last play, never worrying about like, oh, it's fourth and one, should they go for it or not? Uh, never focusing on intelligence. Yeah, it was Beth Mowens with Jay Feely, the Dolphins. His brother is GM of the year though, so. Yeah, no, his brother's doing well. And listen, there's a reason why he's not a GM, and it's because he sucks. Yeah. What else? Uh, Chris um, Collinsworth, by the way, yesterday was talking about how Joe Morgan was a great announcer. <laughs> I feel like Chris Collinsworth goes down just for saying that. Yeah, no, for sure. I didn't even hear him say that, and now I'm like, I'm out on Collinsworth altogether. He's down yeah. in my rankings. Like, they showed Joe Morgan in the crowd, Morgan. and Collinsworth was saying how he missed him when he used to be an announcer. Like it was like going to baseball school. You learn so much. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so uh, hashtag uh, okay. Keevan Chester for ESPN Prez. With all right. Keevan Chester. I'm excited for though. Prez. I think I think we could really get this gig. All right. <laughs> We well, do we do, we're going to do favored nations, right? You're not going to like make, get more money than I am. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, how does that work? I um, think we have to agree to go in favored nations. What right, do you think okay, we could fine. get? We're going to do it for half the salary because we're we're not like fully fifty percent, but like if he was making you know three. Well, million, this is like this is like in um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, right? Where Mac where Mac and Charlie are a team, so they, yeah, they're each getting paid half. Yeah, they're two people to do one job. Yeah, well, they do that in writers' rooms in in Hollywood. I'll take I'll take half a skipper's salary. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take half a skipper's too, and not even oh. his last year's salary, like his salary, his like uh, five years ago salary. Yeah, well, let, let's not, let's not negotiate against ourselves on the air, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you think they're going to listen to this podcast? Is there anything we need to cut from? <laughs> I, I what, think they're going to let us know us. what we need to cut from previous episodes. Oh yeah, I got God, in tr- I, listen- I got in trouble for a tweet I tweeted yesterday uh, for professional reasons. I had to go delete it. Are you serious? Yeah, well, who, there's a, who, ma- there's who, NFL, ma- who there's follows a, you and makes you delete it? There's an NFL team for sale. I'll leave it at that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't talk about stuff like that. Um, but I can, and I could be your, I could be the bad cop there. I could, you know, I'll, I'll tweet it whatever <laughs> you want. Well, I mean, if I'm getting a CSPN job, I assume I wouldn't be uh, at my current job anymore. Or am I doing both? Well, we could pull uh, double duty. Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds pretty good. Would, would they make if we're the pres? Do we have all still have to live in Bristol? <laughs> well, if we're president, can, president can we, can we move like, the whole uh, company? No, we, I don't we, think so. We can move it to New York City. I don't know if we can move it to Miami. That might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> all right, what else is going on here? Um, all right, so I was going to say to you, I really want to talk football. Yesterday, there was so much action going on, obviously, and I was, you know, in all my various, uh, like, my various chat threads with my friends, I was mm-hmm. animatedly, animatedly discussing football yesterday, but because, of course, you they're still living in 2005 and you only G-chat, I couldn't really talk to you about it. So uh, I feel like I didn't really talk to you about all the craziness in football yesterday. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't talk about it at all because you're not on GChat. You're a hater, even though oh, we oh, wait. put out that. Can I give a, should I give a Hanukkah gifts update? Yes, give a Hanukkah gifts update. All right, uh, that seemed to I seem to be in the uh, extreme extreme minority on the uh, Facebook group on that one. So first of all, I I, I open up uh, I sit down in synagogue on Saturday morning and I open up my uh, my Torah to go from the uh, Yeshiva University as my like uh, you know synagogue reading. 
There's an article by some rabbi. I think his name is Joshua Flug. Flug. I don't know who he is, but I got flugged because his uh, the the, the te- headline is like Hanukkah gifts. Is it okay or something like that? And then his his thesis was that there's nothing wrong with giving Hanukkah gifts and, and don't be a troll who says there's something wrong with giving Hanukkah gifts. <laughs> so, um, although in my defense, if you actually read the article, all his sources refer to Hanukkah guilt, not gifts. But um, anyways, then we go to lunch on Saturday morning at my neighbor's house, and my neighbor, the 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 husband of the of the house. Says sort of as a non sequitur, like, all right, I need to ask everyone at this table a question. What's your take on Hanukkah gifts? <laughs> so I said, well, actually, there was a flame war on my podcast uh, Facebook group about this very issue where I was being flogged by all our Jewish listeners for being a, a Grinch. Mm. And um, now, again, I'm living in Englewood, New Jersey, where people are like super spoiled. So if you're not getting like eight gifts a night and each one isn't like, you know, like a new Lexus, you're going to be like yeah, the your worst kid's father. going to be the point. least popular kid in synagogue. For yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, so, uh, but um, yeah, but I was surprised it was not, most people actually at the table were saying, no, 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 you, you give one gift over the eight days, and then maybe the grandparents give a gift a different night, and the other grandparents give a different night, but the parents don't have to give a gift every night. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, it, so and this is even in Anglewood, so, yeah, but I don't know. Okay. And, so. pe- and no one agreed with your Gchat t- take either. People said, no, I still use Gchat. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, depends which people you're asking, but yeah. Um, all right, let's listeners. get to football. And at the end, we're doing. Um, we're, we'll. Uh, I had people email in or or tweet in their uh, their top five podcasts, and I'll give mine. You'll give yours, which we've done. This will be the third year in a row we're doing that. Podcasts of the year. Okay. Uh, podcasts. All of right. The so year, yeah. first of all, I, so the so another thing that happened sitting on Saturday is the guy who sits next to me told me that going into Thanksgiving, he made a bet on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl at 120 odds, which was a great bet. Great bet, but they needed to win last week. Yeah, they're in big trouble. Although, actually, and here's uh, my prediction right now, I think they're still going to make it as a six seed. Wow. I think they're going to be nine and seven. I think they're going to sneak out. I think Tennessee's done. I don't think they're winning again. I mean, they have, all they have to do is win a game to knock out the Chargers, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to lose, lose, lose. They're going to finish eight and eight, and the Chargers will be nine and seven. Bolton will be ten and six. And who else? I mean, I think Buffalo. Buffalo's going to lose. I mean, look at Buffalo. They're eight and six right now, but they got to play New England this week, and they got to go at Miami. I think they're going to lose their final two also. I think the Chargers might sneak in at nine and seven, um, but um, yeah, what else? What else do I need to say? Oh, the Vikings game. The Vikings were favored by I think like ten, ten and a half, and then it ended up moving all the way up to twelve and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was pounding Seattle, and and everybody who's asking me was saying, "Oh, that's too much." And I'm like, "Yo, for sure, that seems like way too much." But I realized like I'm a, the Vikings have had such a hard schedule this year. The, yesterday was only their second game of the year against a team with a losing record, and so that's wild. The, fir- the first one was against Cleveland uh, in London. So, like, yeah, of course they beat, first of all, Cincinnati, like, stopped trying, clearly. When Marvin Lewis said he was leaving at the end of the year, the players were like, all right, we're done. But um, yeah. because the Vikings hadn't played a bad team in so long that I forgot, like, oh, yeah, when, when you're a good team and you play a bad team, you're going to win by 20 or 30 points. So, um, yeah, I was wrong on that one. Meanwhile, New Orleans, by the way, almost found a way to lose to your Jets with, with no quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the Jets defense played really well, but, you know, Bryce Petty. Is, is it Bryce Petty? Is, is, it, is it Christian Hackenberg? Who are we going to see for the Jets the next two weeks? Oh no, a petty Hackenberg. Like the beat writers say that Hackenberg, like they actually have to like wear helmets in practice. Hackenberg is so bad <laughs> that he like hits people who aren't even on the field constantly. I've been hearing this for three years that like you you need to wear a hard hat when when you're covering the Jets around. Yeah. So yeah, you just can't reward Hackenberg by letting him play when the players who are trying to get onto the field see how bad he is. It's just not. It's you know he's going to be the first guy. Well, in, to his credit, at least he's a strong arm. I mean, he's inaccurate, but <laughs> right. he's hitting people in the head. Sure. Good. What else? What are the other early games? Oh, we had the, the the Giants found a way to blow that game to Philly, so the Vikings are not going to get the one seed, unfortunately. Um, oh, and then Green Bay, Carolina. Aaron Rodgers comes back. I was wrong about that, so I'm very wrong. I apologize. But now he might not play again, now that they're basically out of it. No, he'll play. 
Uh, like again, you you're thinking like a like a fantasy football fan. Or no, but he said he might not play. No, he'll play. He'll play. All right, fine. And they're um, not even not eliminated look, unless Atlanta loses tonight. I mean, if, if they're not math, they're not officially eliminated, but yeah, their but their odds are like less than one percent right now. Yeah, yeah. And if Atlanta wins, then they're officially eliminated. All right, what else? Um, the LA at Seattle game. By the way, as a person who's been saying all year that the teams I was most afraid of as a Vikings fan were Seattle and the Packers with Rodgers, yesterday was just phenomenal outcome because Seattle would have been winning the division if they would have won yesterday, and now they're almost for sure out of it. Also, I mean, they need a ton of help. Yeah, I mean Seattle Dallas this week will be interesting because like we'll see who wants it more, but I don't think yeah, those well, teams yeah, the loser the playoffs, there is so. is mathematically out of it, yeah, right. But it'll, yeah, I don't think those teams are making the playoffs at this point. Either way, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta I'd love to. I mean, have, did you see the what right now the matchups would be uh, on opening weekend? They're worse than we could have even imagined. It's Buffalo right Jacksonville because Buff, Buffalo's in there right now. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Buffalo Jacksonville is just like in, I mean that's going to be like yeah. maybe ESPN covers that game. Yeah. The, the, I can't. There's not even like a, a big Saturday night game or a Sunday at four thirty game. There, like the biggest TV game is, I guess, I think New Orleans Carolina would be the biggest, and that's you know Carolina is not like a like you know a team with a big fan base. That's really, uh, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, that New Orleans Carolina, and what's the other one? Rams versus. Um, well, no, you have Tennessee at Casey because Baltimore is technically not in it right now. I think. But if Baltimore wins out, Baltimore's definitely going to make it, though. Buffalo, Jacksonville, Tennessee, KC. Tennessee, yeah. KC is like, they wouldn't put that as a Thursday night game, you know? That yeah, both would... of the AFC games, as it were right now, with Tennessee and Buffalo in there, would be so, so terrible. But the NFC games, I think Atlanta, the Rams would be a good game. Atlanta, the Ram, Rams is a good game, but the Rams don't the have only any way, fans. Like it's... The only way the NFC playoffs can be bad is if the Lions sneak in somehow. Right, the Lions will get Seattle, Dallas, everybody else is game. Game. Yeah. I agree, it, I agree. Yeah. Although Seattle it's... might get killed week one, too. I don't know if Seattle has it. Well, Seattle would go to probably to the Rams or maybe to the Saints. Well, probably the Rams. Seattle the Rams going the to the Rams would go well for them. Oh, yeah, they won the first time. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened yesterday. Uh, by the way, Todd Gurley, I've been updating my, my MVP rankings every week in the Facebook group. And I've been saying for weeks that Todd Gurley should be a top three candidate. And I don't understand why nobody's paying attention to him. Yesterday, obviously, he's like the fantasy football MVP. But how is the guy mm-hmm. who's who has 17 touchdowns when no one else has 12 and who is, you know, 30 yards short of Le'Veon Bell for leading the league in yards from scrimmage how is he not an MVP candidate? Okay, so Aaron Schatz says nothing against Todd Gurley, but he would put Andrew Whitworth, who in his mind is the best defensive, uh, best offensive lineman in football, Aaron Donald, who's the best defensive lineman in football, and Goff ahead of Gurley on his own team. So he's putting Gurley fourth on his own team, and you could make a very strong case for Le'Veon Bell at Gurley's position ahead of him. Yeah. So I, well, there's, some real, the, there's some real arguments against Gurley. If if this was well, the Heisman but, but real, Trophy, realistically, if no this was the Heisman Trophy where scoring is, a lot of touchdowns as a running yeah. back gets you the gig as opposed to the NFL where it's almost always QB'd right now, then I do think Gurley would win like the NFL version of the Heisman. Or well, the he could offensive win Offensive Player of the Year. Of the year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Antonio Brown, if he's healthy, you know, has a good chance of that. So does Bell. Yeah, but um, Brown's done for the regular season. Well, now. but forget about who should. Let's talk about who will for a second. If this, if they had to vote today, who do you think? And there's a right answer. Who do you think wins the award for MVP? Yes, if I think it has to be right Brady. Now, it's Brady. Yeah, I think Brady's going to win. Yeah, um, Breeze is the backup, but his touchdown numbers are just so low. Nobody, has, yeah, nobody has spoken about Breeze at all. Look, I've been hyping Breeze because he's been number one in Chester QBR all season. He's but, great. Um, I mean, he's got so many weapons around, him, but his TD numbers are like are, this. Isn't even like a good Breeze season, you know, stats wise. Well, it is because his interceptions are, you know, one of the right. He isn't throwing interceptions, but you know, Brady's going to win it over him at this point. Especially, you know, he's not even winning a division necessarily. Breeze, so yeah. Well, he probably is, but yeah, we'll see what happens. 
I mean, if Wentz had played 14 games instead of 13, like, because Wentz was the MVP after, you know, through last week. Yeah. Well, so did you see my, my latest ballot? I have. My other question is, what if the Chiefs go to 10 and 6, and now we're looking at Alex Smith with like 29 touchdowns, 6 interceptions? I mean, look, I, Alex, yeah, I think he... I think you might. I, I just don't think ten and six is going to make it when you're going to have teams that are thirteen and three, fourteen and yeah. two. Yeah. I just don't think. Yeah. I mean, Alex. If, Smith there, if really, it was really like the NBA season. though, where you where you voted in five people, Smith would be on almost every ballot. Uh, obviously, Brady and Breeze would be on almost every ballot. Yeah. And then you'd have, there's like, no ballot. You're voting for one guy. So you're voting yeah. for one guy, unless you're Peter King and you're allowed to split your vote for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, players are you are allowed to split your vote, which doesn't. Well, make sense was, yeah, that's the year that 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 Peyton Manning tied Steve McNair, and I think it's yeah. didn't. Yeah, Peter King split his ballot something like that. All right, so well, what, he, voted what else like a, he voted for like Charles Woodson or something. I think. Yeah, what else happened yesterday? We got to talk about um, um, nothing that everyone else hasn't talked about the rules. Yeah, and stuff. that's true. Let's just get into the games and, and we'll we'll do it from there. And then yeah. again, we'll do podcasts at the end of the show. All right, we're gonna get into week sixteen games. You're saying? Uh, yeah, in the league where they uh, Mike Francesa, you did not hear any of his final show, right? No, I did not. His wife called in for the first time ever. Um, not his not much else did. there. His Mike okay. fr- Mike's r- wife Ro. I don't think there's any pictures of her online or anything. She's like Bill Simmons' wife. Okay. These guys like to keep okay. their wives in the background. I don't know why. If you were famous, I feel like your wife would want a lot of the credit. Like she would be out there on the no. red carpets with you. No, you she would wife? not be on red no, carpets no. with you? No, my wife would shun me. No. No, 100% chance she'd I be out no there. When we get the, if we get the gig as co-president of ESPN, she's going to want her own office. She's going to want to become like the like, – <laughs> so She's, like, she's, she's like going to want to show where she's the medical correspondent, but it's only on once a month. Nah, um, no, no, no. No way. No, my wife. No, my wife. My wife's not interested in anything I have to do. All right. So, are we? Uh, what are we doing? NFL lines right now? You want to guess lines? I guess lines. I will guess the lines. Let's so do. Great. But let, for the games that don't matter, let's go pretty quickly through the games. But I'll guess the lines. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So, well, we'll start with the the the, thir- the wait. No, we don't have Thursday night. We have two Saturday games this week. We have India at Baltimore is the first one. Okay, I'm going to say Baltimore by nine and a half. All right. Here's the problem. I don't actually have the lines right now. Let me find the actual lines. Um, okay, here I got some lines over here. Good. You say Baltimore nine and a half? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to beat you on this. I said thirteen and a half, and it's twelve and a half. Okay, a little low. So, yeah, you're a little low. Uh, I, I think you forget Baltimore. You look at Baltimore, what they've done the last six or seven weeks. Other than their loss to Pittsburgh, they've been winning every game by two or three touchdowns. Yeah. So basically, you have to go back to week three. Their their blowout loss in in London against no, Jackson. and Indy's bad. Let's, let's you know, Indy's lost five in a row. They stink. yeah yeah. You're, you're way too low on that. Um, it's thirteen okay. and a half, and I don't know if and it, obviously we both have Baltimore winning the game. Yeah. All right. A Saturday night game, Vikings at Packers. There's no line right now because uh, they think that Rodgers is out, or they're not sure. I I guess Minnesota two and a half is what I guessed it to be. I mean, if, if it's the Hundley, then you have to go over three. I think. Oh the, no, that over, two and a half is with Rodgers. With Hundley, I'd say like six. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, so there's no. Uh, but I'm going to pick the Vikings to win. I mean, uh, Rodgers obviously wasn't 100. percent This is the type of injury where if he didn't get hurt last week, maybe he'd be a little better this week. I don't know, but because um, it just heals on its own, right? Like it just. He seemed very emotionally kind of... hurt, also. <laughs> he was. I listen, he threw three interceptions, so clearly yeah. he wasn't 100 percent of Aaron Rodgers because you don't really see that. Yeah, it was the like first he was able to fling it. the ball around, but he was making bad decisions. He couldn't make all the throws he needed to make. Yeah. Uh, so the Vikings winning that game. Yeah, and, and again, the Vikings, because they lost, the Carolina loss makes them lose the tiebreaker to Philly. So the only way the Vikings would get the one seed is if Philly loses both of their last two games and the Vikings win both their last two games. So that's not going to happen. So the Vikings, I think, if they win this game, they might be locked into the two seed. And so then I don't even they'd have to play in Week 17 against Chicago. Not that, mm-hmm. you know, at home against Chicago would be a hard game anyway. So, But the Vikings don't really need to win. I think either one of their – the Vikings just need to win one of their last two to clinch a bye. 
and they're not going to get the one seed. So if they lose, it's not a big deal. But I agree the Vikings are going to win. Uh, all right, let's go to Sunday. Cleveland at Chicago. What's your guess for this line? Oh, boy. This is a brutal game. Um, a very yeah, I don't game. even think, like, Beth Mullins is doing this game. I think this is uh, – they should do no announcers like they did for a game in the 80s. Yeah. Um, at Chicago, I'm going to say Chicago by three and a half. All right, so I said three and a half also. We're going to tie it. They have six and a half right now, which is way too high. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is that I do think, like, the Browns seem to be quitting a little bit. Like, Kaiser is so bad, he was getting booed out of his own building last week. It's a problem. Kaiser's turned the ball Kaiser's over 25 bad. times this year. Yeah, he is really bad. And in the red zone, it, he's he's quite poor. Uh, I think they, they have to go for another quarterback next year, right? Well, they have two top picks, so there's really no harm in picking a quarterback well, that's in true. addition to, like, a premium yeah. player. Yeah, so Kaiser. But it's incredible. How many first-round picks have they spent on a quarterback in the last five years, right? Because it was Johnny Menzel. I mean, Kaiser. who cares? Like, if they waste the first-round cr- picks. People cr- keep criticizing them for missing on Wentz and missing on on, on Watson and missing on Goff, et cetera. But, like, they're taking quarterbacks. They're just taking the wrong ones. Yeah, well, um, I mean, yeah, Kaiser is, to me, is DOA. Like, he, he'd have to improve to become a backup. And I know I said yeah. that about Jared Goff last year. Yeah, we said this about Like, yeah, at least people thought Goff was good. I don't think anybody thought, like, Kaiser was some revolutionary talent at any point. Yeah. Well, Deshaun Kaiser did, to be fair. Right. Yeah, I don't else. think he. I don't think he has soured on himself at all. Twenty-five <laughs> turnovers later. Yeah. All right. Uh, Detroit at Cincinnati. Boy, Cincinnati. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Detroit by five on the road. All right. So I said three and a half, and it is exactly three and a half. All right. So I'm gonna get that one on you. You got that. Um. Yeah, Detroit's not it's good. annoying because yeah. Detroit is going to get to uh, nine and six, and they have a home game. Do they host Chicago the last week, or you guys? No, they're playing. The, they're playing the Packers. Oh, they host the Packers the last week. So they, you know, yeah. and maybe seven and eight. There's no Rodgers. Possibly, they could easily get to ten and six, and and like you said, sour them. Yeah, but well, if, but if they're ten and six, Atlanta beats them in the tiebreaker because Atlanta beat them at ten and six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do not want. I mean, well, as a Vikings fan, I would like to see Detroit in the playoffs. But as an NFL fan, you do not want Detroit. There's so many good teams. in the They NFC. have by far the worst point differential, and this is a bottom-heavy year where with with some yeah. awful teams like the Browns and the Colts. But they have by far the worst point differential of any team in the playoff race, except for Tennessee the Titans, who is or minus twenty-three. Yeah, eight Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of the Titans, they are hosting the Rams. A month ago, this would have been a good game, but right now, you know, I don't think the Titans have a chance. Um. No, the Titans don't have a chance. They stink. Uh, Rams by seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. I said six. It is six and a half. So I beat you by, by half a point on that one. Oh, by the way, are we Detroit at Tennessee? We're both picking Detroit, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. We're both picking the Rams here. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Rams are going to be a tough it was, out. In the it was scary that, like, everyone knew that the Niners were going to beat the Titans. And, I mean, it was a close game, but yeah. no one was surprised. Yeah. Um, by the way, last week in our pick 'em, you beat me by two. So now uh, we've, through 15 weeks, you've won five times, I've won five times, and we've had uh, five ties. The, last two uh, the Titans are 5-1 and one at home if you're looking for like a reason for some shock upset, but I don't think it's happening. And they lost to the Raiders week one, so it doesn't mean they've won five in a row at home? I guess, but I, it's who have not they happening. Be- the way the Rams oh. look last week, nobody's beating them. Well, I was going to ask you, who, who have the Titans beaten at home in, the, in that five-game win streak? Would you like I'll to share with up. us? Uh, in the meantime, give me give me the spread for the next game. All right, well, fine. I'll, I'll I'll tell you. They beat Seattle. That's that's pretty good. That's a good. And they beat they beat the Colts. They beat the Ravens, which is actually pretty good. They beat the yeah. Bengals, and they beat uh, the Texans. Post Matt so, Watson, yeah, that's nothing. They, they, have, they have two decent wins in there actually, so not terrible. But uh, but those are both also they won. Well, they have a good road win. They they beat Jacksonville by three touchdowns on the road. Yeah, well, that was a week. They also two, lost by forty three in Houston. So yeah, they're they're kind of a weird up and down team. Yes, they are. All right, um, Miami at Kansas City. 
Uh, Casey by 11 and a half. 11 and a half. All right, I said 11. It is 10. No, so I'm going gonna, gonna to weasel you on this I mean, one Miami's also. really bad right now. Cutler is 98% of the way out the door. Um, yeah, in late only, in that game. Only teams with a better point try. differential in the NFL than the Dolphins are the Browns, the Colts, and the Giants. They're, they're Jay Cutler yesterday had three interceptions and four fumbles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cutler's done. Like, you know, they... Uh... <sighs> four fumbles. That's ridiculous. We got to do some. We got to do some catch-up work. Sports Business Daily has John Skipper resigning. Here's a list of likely successors. Yeah. No Kiever, Alex, anywhere on the list. We got to start. We have Ooh. to hire a publicist. If someone wants to be our publicist, let us know in the Facebook group. We're gonna. And get... I've actually I've had article I've had uh, two articles published in that very same journal. So that's a dirty pool of them to not even get. Yeah, me a, no, for sure. Anyone who's had multiple articles published uh, <laughs> really deserves to uh, get. It. Cheryl Sandberg. Now listen, it would be hard for us to argue that we're more competent than Cheryl Sandberg, but like she's <laughs> at, is at one anything. yeah, but like she's one person and we're two people and also like isn't the ultimate leaning in, leaning out? <laughs> You're gonna make that argument in our interview. <laughs> All right. Uh Buffalo at New England. Okay, Buffalo at New England, uh New England by ten. Alright, I said ten also. It's ten and a half. Tie yeah, there that again. sounds about right. Um, yeah. Buffalo, weirdly competent. The most boring team in the NFL right now, but they are competent. Uh, the idea of seeing Nathan Peterman in a playoff game because, like, Tyrod gets <laughs> whacked when he's running is just salivating. It's just like, yeah, the, like, the Ryan Lindley is is like praying for this because then no one will ever talk about how he played. Like, oh, what about Joe Webb in the Adrian Peterson season? Joe like Webb Ponder is better than Lauren Lindley. Like Joe Webb didn't have an opportunity to prove how bad he was, and like Joe Webb is so talented that he stuck around as a special teamer for four years when no one had like a role. Yeah, he's talented, a... but he's not a talented at being a quarterback. No, but he's still better than Ryan Lindley. He, there's, I'd rather have, with one game with my life on the line. I'd rather have Joe Webb than Ryan Lindley. I mean, uh, that Vikings Packers game, the Vikings were DOA. I don't know. Nathan Peterman would be worse than all the above, though, for sure. I agree with you. Yeah, I want to see right, Peterman it, in the playoffs. Okay, so now we get to uh, probably the game of the week. Although I'd be open to hearing an alternative uh, argument. But to me, it was the game of the week two weeks ago. It'll be the game of the week again. Atlanta at New Orleans. Yeah, uh, New Orleans by three, I'm sure, is the line. Yeah, that's what I guessed. You want to see how off we are? It's six. That doesn't even make sense. It it makes no sense to me. Why is New Orleans in favor by six? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, They didn't look good last week. Um, I don't know. Atlanta's not getting any respect. Yeah, if you want to say New Orleans by three and a half, New Orleans by four, but New Orleans is you know, six. Have you, have you gone back and watched um, the uh, fourth quarter of the Super Bowl from last year yet? No. So I just did so this week because I, I was super I, I live in a world where the Falcons won. Yeah, I mean, to me, first of all, like, like uh, the Falcons are an eight and five team right now that were a couple bounces away from, like, literally steamrolling through the entire playoffs on the way to the Super Bowl last year. Like, we have to give them a little bit more respect. Okay. I mean, I, no, like, I, mean I, this this, I don't understand the spread. I don't understand the spread. At yeah. six. It's no, I agree with you. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I will definitely be taking Atlanta um, to, to cover. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm not just taking the points. I'm taking Atlanta to win. Oh, okay. And by the way, uh, Kansas City, New England, they're both winning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you think Atlanta is going to go into New Orleans and win. So and if win. they were to do that, now they sweep the season series. They're tied. Mm-hmm. So they have the tiebreaker. And uh, well, it depends yeah, what New Carolina Orleans probably does. gets Tampa in week six, in 17, no? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I don't know what's happening Let's see. So in week 17, New Orleans is going to Tampa. Yeah. Whereas Atlanta would be hosting Carolina. What right as of right now, what's your late game for week 17? You love to predict that. 
Well, if it'd be, I think it's Carolina and Atlanta. Yeah, but that might not. Either, that, they might the only both options be are Car- the only yeah. options are Carolina, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Those are the only options. The thing is, if like, Atlanta I, wins tonight, there's a good chance they're locked into that spot um, before they play. Like after no, 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 because we said Detroit's going to be nine. Detroit's going to be ten and six. Right. Detroit's eight okay. and six, and they're playing Cincinnati and then a Rodgersless Green Bay at home. What's so the AFC West matchup week 17 that doesn't involve the Broncos? It, Casey at Denver and then um, and then the Oakland at, at right, the Raiders. So the Chargers oh. Raiders probably not going to be it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, and the it, Titans it, Jaguars don't play week 17? Titans and Jaguars do, but the Titans might be worthless by then. Right, right. Jaguars right. can clinch the division already. I, here's the thing. If, if Detroit wins to be 10-6, and six, then Atlanta, Atlanta would go into that. If, if Atlanta loses to New Orleans... Then they go into that game week 17 with a win and they're in and a loss to Detroit's in. If Atlanta beats New Orleans next week, then they go into the game against Carolina where they win to win the division. So either way, I think it's Carolina at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. By the way, quick fantasy football update. Uh, are you yeah. still in any fantasy football playoffs? No, I, I lost to Nina Stoddard yesterday. What about uh, the AYFFL, your league? You're, you're out? Yeah, I was out of that one, yeah. Okay, so I'm also out. I mean, we still play in our. Not everyone realizes this, but we we still play all 17 weeks in our league of league leagues. Of so leagues. you got to keep updating yeah. your roster. Yeah, big week for for Team Keith in the league of leagues. Yeah, congrats. Uh, all right, so what's happening? Okay, so we have. So you think Atlanta's going to go into Orleans and win? And then, uh, all right, your Jets are hosting the Chargers. By the way, uh, do you think if at our ESPN interview to become the president, co-president of ESPN, if I show them my on ESPN? Uh, fantasy basketball team that's 55 and 17 right now would that impress them well it, you have to give the full context which is that no i'm not giving, well, no, no, no. i mean we might talk <laughs> at league of leagues but um like the fact that i'm seven and a half games up on you uh 43 and a half games up on moro right now uh, <laughs> i think um i think that should impress them a little bit yeah i just got to keep putting up seven one eight no weeks to stay close to you so that i can uh, keep my lead in the overall but what you bet this is uh you had to bench Giannis, the basically the best player in, yeah, in basketball I know. It's because your only need was to have a better free throw percentage and you decided that his free throw percentage although he ended up shooting eight for ten so it wasn't really yeah but eight for ten it was actually a bad decision he... because uh he's such a volume free throw shooter so it's an easy way to catch up if he goes like 10 for 10 one night well i thought about it but here's the thing Moore was at 87 percent, so i knew that so even the better chance 10... that he falls down that you go up yeah 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 so that's exactly good, so i couldn't thing. do that all right uh so chargers at the jets you want to guess the line chargers at the jets i'm gonna say the line is charged by seven and a half. Seven and a half? Oh, mm-hmm. actually you're gonna beat me on this one i said three and a half because i was impressed with what the jets did to uh in new orleans yeah, but patty's really bad like yeah, joey well, bosa is gonna and the, the jets have done so this with greg mcelroy and the Chargers almost ended his life. Uh, it's going to happen this week. Like Bryce Petty's not going to want any of Joey Bosa. Yeah, um, I don't know why I said three and a half. I think just I was influenced by what happened. Where they stayed close in New Orleans. Yeah, you maybe you forgot about the whole. Uh, you forgot about no, the I, whole. Uh, I know about uh, the Bryce Petty thing, know, but again, the, it didn't it didn't seem to stop uh, in New Orleans. All right, fine. Uh, but we're going to pick the Chargers to win, right? Again, I think they can still sneak into that wildcard spot if, if, if Buffalo and the I like the Chargers. I got no problem. I mean, I wish they had shown a little bit more against the Chiefs, but I like them. All right, Denver, Washington, two teams that are uh, done for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Washington by three and a half. I don't have, like, there's no reason to have an opinion on this. Yeah, I, I think Washington's better, or I think Denver's worse than people seem to think they are. Denver was favored in Miami. I didn't understand that. Denver was favored in I mean, Indiana. two straight big that. wins. Uh, Osweiler looked like, you know, a uh, competent quarterback for the first time in his life last week. Yeah. So you're going to beat me on I mean, this one. He might not even play. It might be Lynch, I think. 
I said and, six, and, who and got it's it? only four. Yeah. Uh, there's no so, reason to bet on that game. Like, you have a true gambling problem if you're betting on Washington-Denver because yeah. you're guessing on who's trying, and I have no idea who's trying. I mean, both coaches in, like do need to fight a little bit harder, but... I mean, yeah, cares? I mean, aren't, 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 we, aren't we betting on it on the spread on every single college bowl game, <laughs> which is even worse? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, uh, we, th- there's a guy in the RGP world who, like, covers the Redskins, and he's like, I was at a... He goes to the press conferences for Gruden, and he's yeah. like, yeah... Well, there's three questions, and then he's like, "Are there any more questions?" And everyone's like, "No." All right, Washington's going to win, though, right? Team anymore? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Tampa at Carolina. Tampa's another team that has totally given up. Uh, Dirk Cutter. I assume he's got to go. Yeah, Cutter's gone. Cutter. I mean, nobody inspires less confidence than Cutter. Uh, every nice thing we said about Tampa, someone should make a montage out of, and it would be embarrassing. Yeah. Where's this game in Carolina? This game is in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Carolina by eleven. Eleven. Okay, so you are, it's nine and a half, so you're one and a half off. I said seven and a half, so okay, so you're going to beat me on this one. Seven to six, Keith, you've made a comeback, five straight wins. Wow. Let's see if you can get your first W of the year. Seven to six, you have five I've only had one W ever, and it was like a pity one. No, I think you beat me more than once. Okay, All right, we, we got five games left. I only got one of these exactly right. I'm excited for you after week 17 to tweet at Cousin Sal, like, uh, the, this chart again, and it shock him and yeah. verify him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jacks. All right. Uh, and Carolina's going to win, obviously. Jacksonville at San Francisco. This is a good game, I think. Jimmy G. Yeah, I do. Mark I, I do want to see what he could do against a good defense. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. Jacksonville by six. Six. And Akiva, you have tied me. I said three and a half. I respected San Francisco too. What much. is it? Five? five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, I and mean, it's still a good oh. defense. All right. Remember, so we're tied at seven. Last week against two of the Bears. I have not been tracking total points off, so I don't know who's winning the tiebreak right now. We got four games to go. Seattle at Dallas. Oh, wait, hold on. Jacksonville, San Francisco. Who do you pick to win? Uh, I'm going to pick San Francisco. Yeah, I'm picking Jacksonville to win. I love San Francisco. Keeps winning at home. I'm president of the Jimmy G fan club, and he's so good looking. um, Who are you, Bill Simmons? I don't think he's that good looking. I think that's a little bit overrated. I did ask. uh, At one of the Rob events, there was a a Patriots fan uh, who um, I asked her, you know, I know she's very into, like, the Patriots guys. So I said, like, now that Jimmy G's off the team, like, where does he rank in terms of, like, you know, who would you want to uh, marry? So, you know, because, like, Edelman is tough, especially, you know, for a Jewish lady like this. Like, Edelman is, uh, is, is tough to say no to. But uh, to me, I think Jimmy G would be the guy. Like, who are you bringing home to mom? I think Jimmy G. I think, yeah, Edelman seems a little bit like a, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit rougher. Yeah, yeah. J- Jimmy G is a little bit more of an of a, of a upstanding uh, I agree, gentleman, I, agree. I think. All right, Seattle at Dallas. Guess the line, pick a winner. Seattle at Dallas. Um... Seattle by uh, Dallas. Excuse me, Dallas by two. Dallas by two. All right. So I picked. I got this one exactly. It's two and a half. Okay. I think that's the right line. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, I wasn't thinking about Ezek, but I don't know if I would have moved it. Yeah. Whose season is over? Uh, I will say that the this game's in Seattle, right? No, it's in Dallas. Where's the game? This game is in Dallas. In Dallas. I'm going to say Seattle season's over. Dallas is going to win. It's just hard for Seattle to come back from that. That's like a, like you think you're making the playoffs and then that happens and it's like, oh yeah. And teams have come back for it. Remember the, the Jets lost 45-3 to the Patriots and then six weeks later beat them in the playoffs. Like it's, you know, it's it feels like a season ender at the time. But like if you come back the next week and you play well, you forget about it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think um, I think Dallas is going to win this game. They got Zeke back. They got everybody firing all cylinders. I think they're going to stay alive for one more week. 
you know, again, they're losing t- they're losing tiebreakers. So, but um, I think they're going to stay alive for one more week. Okay, so uh, we got three games left, Keith. You got to uh, you got to catch up to me again. The Giants at Arizona. Uh, Arizona by five and a half. Ooh, you uh, you got. I said three and a half, and it's five. Okay. Arizona's much worse than I seem than I think people overrated. The Arizona. Giants suck. They had a good game, but they. I mean, like uh, you know, oh, they, God, they so, as a Vikings plays, fan, it was Shepard so frustrating to watch that. Mm-hmm. The Giants had so many chances to win. I mean, they missed extra points and, and the block punts and the missed you know mm-hmm. field goals and. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to be able to start Sterling Shepard again, but uh, yeah, other than that, the Giants suck. All right. Okay, so uh, we're at eight to eight. We got two games left. Pittsburgh at Houston. That's exciting. I'm going to say Pittsburgh by seven. All right, I'm going to take this one. I said eight and a half. It's ten. Oh, that's really high. I thought yeah. I went low, but I was only going as high as seven and a half. P- Pittsburgh on the road, we've been discussing all year. They're not good, and Pittsburgh in general has Pittsburgh's been beating anybody by a lot. They win every game. But by who's three pl- points. like who's even the quarterback for Houston? Like TJ so Yates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's hard to bet on TJ Yates, but uh, you know, I think now a if lot I win, someone point. has to go back and that's you and recount uh, all our how many points off we are to see who won the week. Yeah, that's true. If you win this last one, because then we'd be tied. Oakland at Philadelphia. Oh boy, I'm gonna say Philadelphia. Oakland looked pretty good. Obviously, they could have won that game. Yeah, I don't agree. I think Oakland and Dallas both look abysmal in that game. Um, I think both entire coaching staff should be fired. Eight and a half minus eight and a half Philly. Well, my friend, I got good news and bad news. The good news is you're only half a point off. The bad news is I have the exact same guess as you, so uh, you can, so I beat you ten to nine this week. Yeah. Oh well. We, we, we tie that game. Spread? I win on the week. It's ten eight. to nine. The spread is nine. Oh, okay. That's pretty high. Okay. So close. So close. Yeah. So uh, not bad for you. We'll see how Bill and Sale do against us. All right, and obviously we have Philly winning that game. Um, yeah. All right. Let's do our annual podcast of the year. One thing that you do that always drives me insane is uh, you always put this podcast and my other podcast in your um, like in your rankings. Like yeah. It's been number one or number two like a couple years in a row. I'm sorry for being a fan of Keith. But this is the last year you could, be, uh, you could put my podcast, um, at least the Seinfeld podcast, in your rankings at all. Why? Well, the current podcast fans. is coming back next year. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, we're not sure that it'll be in 2018, yeah. though. I told you I didn't like the Kurt podcast as much as the Seinfeld podcast, and you took offense. I did not take offense. I thought it, that's a good that's a good note. I wish people told me things like that more often. I want yeah. No, I, I mean, said it wasn't, don't it like wasn't a, anonymously go on Reddit and say like Akiva's boring. <laughs> but like, if you have an actual opinion, I would love to hear it. No, know? but again, it, was, it wasn't your fault. It was the the fault of Curb for just not being. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was pretty. You know, it, ten of those in, in a row with with sort of the plot being the same every week was uh, yeah maybe overkill. Um, okay. So do you have a top five? Well, here's the problem. I don't save podcasts. Like, as soon as I'm done listening to a podcast, I delete it from my feed. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't remember, remember any podcasts. you listen to? Close the door. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I can tell you which podcast I like right now, mm-hmm. but I don't have a top five. I, how about I just give you a few names of a, of a few podcasts I would recommend this year, and then you'll give them actually from five to one for your list. All right, that's pretty dorky, but okay. Okay. Um, the Gist, Mike, Pes- Mike Pesca, I say that one every year, but that's uh, just about as good as it gets. The podcast with Joe Posnanski and Michael Schur took us. Yeah, some listeners mentioned that one. Now we had over twenty listeners send me in their um, top fives also. So I'll read a few okay. of those after. Uh, the Deadcast with uh, with Drew McGarry was really good this year. I thought that's it, been it comes, really it goes, like de- like goes out of their way not to like um, 
Like they they stopped that podcast for four years. They should have twelve podcasts coming out of Deadspin. Like yeah, one, yeah. It doesn't make any sense that they do like yeah, one. But the, 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 the Deadcast is really good. I'm a huge Drew McGarry fan in, in all. Oh, Deadspin! Uh, if you're listening, I, I got a free podcast slot if you want uh, Uncle Kiwi to, uh, yeah, to start right. dropping some hot pods for you. Yeah, let's just let's just put a Deadspin uh, logo on top of this one. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Daily, the New York Times, and everybody knows about that. Uh, nothing special there. I don't think everyone Lots knows about that, but we got a lot of. That's one of our. Uh, one of our most popular. Um, yeah, it's twenty editions. minutes every morning. It's 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 like Mike. The Pesca one about the lady good. in the factory who, like Trump said, that she could keep her job and then she didn't. Did you listen to that one in October? It's really no, I don't. The, the reality is, I don't listen every day. I, again, okay. I'm I'm very trumped out, so I try not to listen to too much. No, but it was very like Trump. It was more much more about the factory. Yeah, so that was really good. Uh, what else is on my list? Malcolm Gladwell revisionist history was really that was good. good. I liked that's, it. That's in my top yeah. ten, but not the top five. I'm reading. Yeah, slates hang up and listen every year is on my list. Very good. It gets better every year also. You don't like to listen to other sports podcasts, you've said. Uh, yeah, 538 Politics. 538 Politics is really good. All right. I mean, we got uh, a lot of, like, sales po- a lot of like, Jewish sales podcast guys who listen to very similar podcasts. Yeah, Cousin Sales Podcast stinks, but uh, the episode that he had with uh, with Super Dave Osborne, Marty Funkhauser. Bob Do you know how old Super Dave great. Osborne, Marty, Marty Funkhauser on Curb is? I would is? guess he's 78 years old. That's crazy that you – that I, I would have guessed 60 years old. He's 75. Oh, but because he was on like the Smothers Brothers forty years ago. I didn't ago. know that. I don't know anything about the Smothers Brothers. I only know stuff that happened in nineteen ninety and beyond. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem for you. Yeah. Um, but I had no idea. I thought he was like sixty. He's seventy five years old. I didn't realize he was like one of these guys who used to go on Carson. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Um, so first, no, of but all... that was good. There was also an amazing story. Um, I, I'm blanking on the story now, but there was an incredible story in that podcast. That was like the best thing I heard all year uh, on the Cousins Out. But I agree. I don't listen every week. Um, all right, so those are your top pods. Well, so Anything hold on. Else? So, so you know, his brother's Albert Brooks. You know that, right? Yes, he's Albert Brooks' yeah. older brother, I think. Even yeah, and, and then and then their dad is Parkyarkis, who's like a famous comedian who literally died doing a roast. You know that story? I've heard the story, but I don't. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See, so I'm like a, a comedy Speaking nerd of, roasts, of all eras. Um, yeah. I don't know when they're bringing back roast battle, but that was on our list last year, and. Um, we're next week. Send in your top ten TV shows of the year because next week we're doing our top ten TV shows, and I think we're gonna have a special guest. Not so special. Yeah. So, so basically, the way that Marty Funkhauser, the actor Bob Einstein, the way his father died, which would be in Curb if it didn't literally happen to one of the people in Curb, is he he was at a roast. He was up there giving like he was up there roasting, and then he sat down on his seat, and Milton Berle, uh, you know, famous for uh, you know being well endowed, screams, mm-hmm. "Is there a doctor in the house?" Which everybody thought was a joke, but no, it's because literally the guy had a heart attack and died on the stage. Yikes. So, yeah, it's a tough way to go. Or it's a great way to so go. Funny. I feel like it's a legendary way for a comedian to go. Right? Yeah, that is pretty legendary. What's, yeah. Or like well, you want to die, make, you want someone else to die. Like you made them laugh so hard they die. That's that's my goal. Yeah. All right, um, I got two more podcasts to okay. recommend. The Grift is a great podcast. Yeah, what's that about quickly? The Grift is a podcast. It's – um. It's uh, what, what's her name? It, it's I forget her name now, but she, she, she would frequently come on Mike Pesca's podcast. Okay, yeah, no. She has a Russian that. last name, I forget. Anyways, and she made her own podcast. It's about basically like grifters and cheaters and, and like con mm-hmm. men. It's a good podcast for ah, so comedy. Listen for tips. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last one is Origins with James Andrew Miller, which the okay, only reason I, didn't I like it is I don't like I, I oh. you know what? Well he's, I just like he's he just based... interviewed everybody from Curb. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but he's doing with ESPN now. He's like replaying the hits. Yeah. He's I, I unfollowed him on Twitter. He's the basic bitch. James no, Andrew I agree Miller. with you, but here's the thing. I but, and by the way, he's been like Skipper gives him a lot of access. Yeah. Skipper gives him a lot of access. I'm telling you right now, one of our pledges as co-presidents of ESPN, uh, yeah. at least nominees for that position, we're, we're not giving yeah. James Andrew Miller any scoops. We're going to have a lockdown on James Andrew Miller. <laughs> also, we're bringing back Chris Berman. That's going to be one of the first things we do. We're going to be very popular. Okay. And how about this? 
Dickie V going back to the Duke Carolina game. We're, yeah, we're like the no, kid in good. school who yeah. prom, who like promises like there will be no more homework if we're elected eighth grade council <laughs> president and like uh, we have yeah. no authority to do any of that or like yeah. we've put ourselves in very bad negotiating position by announcing it beforehand. Yeah. Like all right, Chris Burns, yeah. like all right, ten million dollars a week, I'll do prime time. We'll, we'll bring back NFL prime time. I don't care. Well, I don't know if I really want to hear more Chris Berman. We'll have we'll have Olbermann and Patrick doing freaking Sports Center every Monday night. Yeah, Money's well, no I mean, object. people Olbermann's tough to deal with apparently. But yeah, yeah. Listen, I've 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 literally worked on the same show with him. What a what a gentleman. Yeah. By the way, I, I'm now on the Wikipedia page of of entertainers who died during a performance. Okay. There's a ton of them. Wow. I mean, I've never really heard like yeah, Owen, Owen Hart. Top ten entertainers died during a performance. <laughs> the only one I've really heard of is Owen Hart. Obviously, the wrestler. Yeah. Um, you know, is there any clips of that? I, I'm not like I'm not one of these guys who like if there's a beheading video, you don't watch them, right? Yeah. No, I'm not on. No, that neither do I. But there's obviously a lot of sick people who do. Uh, yeah. Not judging if you're into that sort of thing. But like I do wonder, and I would never search for it because I don't want to see it. But is there a video of Owen Hart dying? And if people don't know he died the, during. The I remember WWE seeing the video at the time. Yeah, I remember him falling down. I remember seeing that at the time. Yeah, that's depressing. But I will. No, I wasn't a wrestling guy. So. I, I wasn't then either. Um, all right. So my top ten. Uh, first, by the way, you know who's yeah. on this list? The eight performers, the onboard musicians on the Titanic, Titanic. whose yeah. band played. A <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm laughing. It's a set. In fact, I'll give a shout out to to Theodore Ronald Braley, Roger Marie Bricot, John. No, Todd, you don't have whatever. to mention all of them. They got their own. I would. The problem is each of them has like three or four names. In fact, none of them have fewer than three names. Okay. John uh, Frederick Preston no, Clark. Not, okay. You got too many names. Too many names. There's eight guys with like 30 names here. Uh, my five that didn't make my top five, but I always listen to when they come out are sure. Heavyweight with Jonathan Goldstein. But he's yeah, also a too to much of a, like a cuck. I don't know if we could say that, but he, he's too he's like very proud. He's very proud of himself. Very proud of himself. Uh, really lame puns and too n- aggressively nerdy. Um, yeah. Revision history with Malcolm Gladwell I like, but Gladwell also kind of like. Uh, I, yeah, I'm annoyed with Gladwell, but I like some of his takes. I'm like, I'm a very uh-huh. pro his anti-golf take. Yeah, Bill Simmons, but only for the Cousin Sal episodes. And once in a while, he'll yes. do a celebrity interview that's really good. But most of them yeah. are really bad. Like Rare, Rarely, yeah. Uh, uh, Comedy Bang Bang, uh, they – you really could just listen to the end of the year top top 20 countdown. But, you know, because most of the episodes are disposable. Yeah, um, three hours a week listen. is a little bit too much. And part of my take, uh, I loved last year, but uh, it really, I think, jumped the shark. There's just not – they ran out of funny guests and, you know, it was sad for them that they lost their show. But they had nothing to do with them. Um, but the like them in particular it was their boss who I guess said the offensive things. But they, uh, I think they've kind of been reeling since then. And it's not I don't listen to it anymore. Anyway, uh, my top five reply all really good. You know they'll go to like India to chase a story, and they had you know they did Mexico this week. They have some really good stories you don't hear anywhere else. It's well produced. I think they should do more. I don't know why they do like one every three weeks, but it's pretty good. Uh, you must remember this. Uh, it, you're either in or you're out because it'll be a subject like last year with, or a couple years ago with the Manson stuff where it's like oh you can't not listen. This year she did one Dead Blondes where it's like all these famous actresses from like the 40s who died. Really yeah, young. wait, I didn't even know that was back because yeah, I had that on my top five last year. In fact, I think I might have called it my podcast of the year, or I, I called Karina Longworth my MVP of the year because she made mm-hmm. the whole thing herself. But yeah, I didn't even know it was back, so I'm gonna download that right now. So thank you for letting the, me know. Well, no, that was like three three seasons ago, even the Dead Blondes. That was like the beginning of this year. No, but did they have a season this year? Uh, yeah, no, she does a few seasons every year. She takes like a couple months oh. off and then does a season and then. Okay, so then I'm way behind. I didn't know about that. Okay. Yeah. And I think, uh, her boyfriend is Ryan Johnson, who, uh, the only Star Wars reference on this podcast, uh, directed Star Wars. Um, I know that. We, you don't know, but he directed, you know what Star Wars is, right? He directed it. You, will, you have never I seen know. an epi- You've never seen Star Wars, right? 
I've seen like bits and pieces. I've never seen a movie from start to finish. Okay, neither have I. So listen, listen. This is the only podcast where two white guys have never seen Star Wars. Um, even though I'm a quarter Canadian, I don't identify as white. Um, what else do we have? Uh, so you must remember this is three. Dirty John is a is a defunct podcast because it was just like a one. It was a true crime sort of like one time bit, but it was about you. Ever you have to listen to this, Chester. Put this number one on your list. It was from an L.A. Times story. Uh, it's just about um, basically. I don't want to say anything. Just listen to it. There's a hundred percent chance you'll love it. It's a, it's a true crime mystery. Don't Google it at all. Just listen to the podcast, everyone, not just you. Uh, the less you know about it, the better it coming in, so, you know, to keep yourself in suspense. I think it's only eight or ten episodes, but it's amazing. And then my two top two every year are Hollywood Handbook and Doughboys, and this year is no different. Uh, they're both amazing, and I would cry real tears for the first time in many years if uh, either of those shows went out of business. Um, all right. Uh, l- listeners were kind enough to send in stuff, so I'll just send in the highlights. Uh, all of our like uh, friends who know us like in real life had like very similar politically type shows. So there was a lot of uh, you know Slate and the New York Times, the Daily, and the uh, Pod Save America. I think was the most written in show on eh, our whole it's list. It's okay. It's I, I I subscribe to it, but it's it's not. You don't have to listen to every issue, every episode. All the same. Yeah. Uh, Antonio has uh, Stay Tuned with Preet, which is a podcast from Preet Bharara, who I believe is the Attorney General of New York. Preet Bharara. Yeah. Bharara. I've met, but, I've like, met he's him. not I've even the only person who nice sent guy. it in. So uh, he yeah. also likes Chapa Trap House, which is like a, uh, like the Dirtbag Left yeah. podcast. You've never listened to that, have you? No. Um, yeah, you're a Republican. You would listen to that. Uh, uh, Devon <laughs> wrote in his number one podcast of the year, Skip and, Un- and Shannon Undisputed. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. And the number two, the big podcast with Shaq, which I think is uh, on podcast one. Like, uh, I would listen to I would listen to Shaq. Skip yeah. Bayless, I could not listen to. I'm sorry, sorry. Um, uh, I've never heard of some of these. Glass case of emotion. A bunch of people said in Heaven's Gate, a podcast about Heaven's Gate. Megan wrote that in. Haley Strong said whatever. I'm on. Shut up, Tim. It said the real weird sisters. A Harry podcast. Harry Potter reread podcast? Are you have you ever read Harry Potter? No, absolutely not. But I, you agree with my take that people our age don't like Harry Potter, but you go down like two years and oh, I know tons of people our age who like Harry Potter. I think most people our age like we were a little bit out of it because we were, I think, out of high school. We were like in college, yeah, yeah. or maybe I, late but, high school. But no, we weren't. I mean, we weren't in college when it started, but I think like when it ended. Um, but I, I do think you go down like three oh, years I, rem- like, I remember my I remember my later. dorm counselor reading. Like, I've seen I've seen threads on Facebook where it's like, how many times have you read Harry Potter? Oh, 20, 30. Like, yeah. if you go down two or three years in age, and I read the first six books and and stopped caring. Uh, <laughs> you read six books? books? Yeah. Well, I, but <laughs> like, I'm a not different a, point like, in my life. Nobody already knows about Harry Potter. Oh, by the way, I read six books. <laughs> when I started them, I'd never you know heard about sports or girls or food. And now, like, um, well, how's that possible? I don't know. They could not have come out before we were fourteen or fifteen years old. It's not possible. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing before that. Uh, Zach Rickler likes new puck you soup. You were married like six podcast. months after that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know girls till I got married. I didn't know what they were. <laughs> I went to all boys schools. I never had a, other than a couple summer classes I took to finish my major. I never had a woman in a class I took my entire life from kindergarten through college. Wait, how's that possible? In kindergarten, you were segregated? In no, elementary school? If like from, well, kindergarten was an all boys school. It was K through eight. You went to an all boys school? Wow. That's a. Uh... Yeah. Well, all boys school, really K through eight. Deep. All boys high school. Wait, I mean, I went to summer camp. What elementary school did you go to? South Shore, Yeshiva South Shore. I don't know. That's is that Haredi? No, I mean uh, no. It, but uh, it was in. All right. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah. How long did you date uh, your wife before you guys got engaged? We met, I think, like July 
of or June of 20, uh, uh, 2003, and we got married in August tw- 2004. Uh, okay, so over a year. Not terrible. Yeah, over 13 months, yeah. I thought you were going to say we met in July we got married in August. No. <laughs> All right, what else? Um, else? Any other listener uh, recommendations? Yeah, uh, Brian Gold, Pod Save the World, had a lot of those. He also likes House of Carbs. We're an anti-House of Carbs podcast here. Uh, Chester hates yeah. food, so he's against uh, even Doughboys. <laughs> Uh, Alex says Requiem Metal Podcast The best new podcast Is the Taron Show That's a podcast um, That interviews people On the RHAP network uh, Like like Mark Maron style um, Okay Oh like uh, about their lives About their lives Yeah Obs Have you been on that one? With, no I've not been on that one uh, <laughs> They'll get to me After they finish Every listener um, Av uh, With friends like these I don't know what that is uh, Fitzy Says love it or leave it Is that John Lovett Does he have his own podcast? Is that Lyle Lovett? <laughs> Do you know? By the way, my 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 um, somebody once told me I looked like Lyle Lovett. I don't. My mom once had a boss who b- bought me a birthday present. My mom's like, "Oh, I'll bring, I'll give it to you when you get home." And I was all excited, yeah. like, "That's nice." You don't expect a birthday present from your mom's boss, and it was a yeah. Lyle Lovett CD. <laughs> it was like the literally that was obviously so, anyone's ever. That was something he literally had sitting on his desk. It was a shame. Like, oh, it was a shame. I don't know why you assume. Right. You always assume bosses are men. You actually once said to me that all bosses have to be men. That's not going to go well for our BSPN <laughs> interview. Um, oh uh, Burn, uh, he says, Mabimabam, my brother, my brother, and me. People like that one. At Tar Heel Con, Effectively Wild, the Fangraphs Baseball Pod. He also likes That's a Lights good Camera. His number one pod of the year is Lights Camera Pod. Uh, and the, the host of that show has been on this podcast. That's uh, um, uh, then Barstool Kenjack, now uh, LCP Kenjack, is, uh, started his own yeah. movie podcast that got very, very popular. Um, yeah, he was our Chargers guest. He was our Chargers guest. Yeah, we will probably not speak to him because they're probably not making the place. Uh, K-Mac, uh, the pride of Edmonton or Calgary. I always forget. Uh, her number one podcast of the year, Young Charlie, about Charlie Manson. Ooh, that sounds a little dark for me. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I've never heard of some. Heaven's Gate. Uh, Dirty John, she has number two also. Uh, and HGTV and me. I don't know what that's about. Dan the Benefactor, uh, Big Kiss Up, had the Seinfeld podcast number one. Uh, the Wheel Room, that's a, po- that's a podcast on Rob's network that... Um, that people send in like parody songs for Survivor. That's very good. With Wiggler, I assume. With yeah. Josh Wiggler. Uh, Jared Jerome says Sam Viceni's Game Theory podcast, and it's about like sports uh, advanced stats. He liked that one. Uh, I love Jared Jerome so much. Yeah, Jared Jerome. Uh, again, uh, he looked nothing like we thought he was. We thought he would be like a big fat guy, and he was like in shape. It was very shocking when we saw him at the uh, the Seinfeld live show. Uh, Craig F has three podcasts: RHAP, Post Show Recaps with Seinfeld, and Post Show Recaps with Curb. He's trying to get some points. Uh, Pia. From Finland or Sweden, or I don't know, one of those countries. Uh, the Daily, <laughs> the West Wing Weekly, Ear Hustle, Reply on Pod Save America. Uh, she would fit in with most of our Orthodox friends who have the exact same list. And uh, Avi has uh, uh, t- Stay Tuned with Preparahara. So a lot of a lot of Attorney General. Can you pronounce Preparahara's name correctly once? And on uh, most importantly, in his top five, he has uh, 32 fans. Oh, wow. Avi is the winner, as usual. Yeah. Um, Amy, by the way, like backdoor joined uh, the AYFFL this year, my main fantasy football league. How did he do that? Whose team did he I don't know. He, he, just, he just sort of like became a co-owner for somebody without anybody realizing. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the season, we realized that the guy who he was co-owning with, he had sort of disappeared and Amy had taken over his team. And Amy was a phenomenal addition to the league, I think. Oh, that's great. And now is he going to take over that team in the future? Well, no, because I like his co-owner also. So, but his co-owner, yeah, I, I chastise his co-owner for his, uh, his sort of his absentee ownership this year. But yeah, they're, they're, they both they both deserve more than like a half team ownership. Maybe we'll make a, one of them go Cohen with uh, one of our weaker league members. I don't know. We'll try to figure that out. Uh, quick, uh, oh, a bunch of people wrote in S Town. I didn't mention that. Uh, Colin Stone yeah. just wrote in this second. Doughboys number one. A lot of people say that I uh, introduced them to Doughboys, so 
I should get some of their Patreon money because they have like 3,000 yeah. patrons. And Waking Up with Sam Harris, I don't know who that is. Um, Sam Harris, he's the And I like that atheist. number four, uh, Chapo Chapo's like number podcast. five, Adam and Dr. Drew. I don't think those two podcasts would get along so well. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I would like I would like if someone said, I think last year it was like Chapo for Ben Shapiro show number five. Like, uh, is Corolla still going strong? Uh, he's going. No, I, his show is like on the strong, but he's and, going. Uh, like, uh, well, didn't he keep I, having a the only episode I heard this year was Rob was on an episode, so I listened, and Rob was objectively his most famous guest that whole week. Like he cannot get, get I, he cannot get anyone. Uh, like Rob's his only guest the last six months who has a Wikipedia page. Like he can't get famous people anymore because wasn't he getting he, my, was, didn't he bring Milo on? He brought Milo on. I think Brian Cranston like read him the riot act not to do that, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like uh, it's sad because I loved the show like ten years ago, but it, he. Listen, you only have uh, comedy fastball for so long. Yeah, it's hard to keep a podcast going. You think this podcast is going to be going in 2000? I mean, it will be. It'll just be so bad. I was listening to... This I, is the I, Apex? I found a... I found a... I mean, how about podcast episode of the year? We should have had that. 33 fans, I feel like. That could have got some votes. Yeah. Um, I was listening to... the People may remember, because I've mentioned a bunch of times, the 32 fans, even the feed of 32 fans, although the podcasts aren't there anymore existed in 2011 2012 with myself and Ari Gold and you were a frequent guest you were the guest even on the first episode talking about the Vikings and I was listening first of all the audio is so bad you can't hear it but um let's just say that 2011 to 2017 like uh in woke years that's like 50 years yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like there are things I said then like advocating like slavery (laughs) what were you you just saying what do you mean? Like, what were we saying on that podcast? It was so bad. No, it's just like, I, oh, I would not say that now. Like, I don't know. I'm Remember Aton Benarsh's uh, uh, feedback to you? Well, <laughs> it, what happened? Honestly, what happened? There was, there was, we had a, a female Saints fan on, and she wanted to do trivia against me, and I beat her like forty-three nothing, and it, it didn't make for a good episode. So I said, yeah, let's do it again, and then you, we did like her family trivia, and she beat me like five to three. Uh, but we didn't play the 43 nothing, and I was just like playing it up and I came off sounding really bad and people were mad at me but yeah. like uh. that, that was edited poorly on my own podcast I got a bad edit on my own show <laughs> I was trying to make her look good I beat her 43 nothing. like we had to redo the whole episode alright so Akiva likes to beat women anything else to conclude today? oh you're an idiot uh, yes uh, quick Max the Millennial The Watch number one TV Lounge number three a lot of, a lot of uh, TV podcasts um yeah, uh, we please support our endeavor to become co-presidents of ESPN. I'm very serious about this. I'm willing to move. Are you willing to move to Bristol, Connecticut, short term to get the company under under like uh, way, like to get to get, get them back going? on track for like a year? Would you move to Bristol and then just like get a car into the city to go home for the weekend? I feel I feel like they're going to provide housing if you're the president of the company. So yes. Yeah, but like your wife is is your wife willing to move? My wife is not jet. willing to move to Bristol, Connecticut. Is yours? No, but my wife will happy to be shipped me out for a year. That's what more. I'm saying. I, my wife would 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 say, "Don't even ask for salary." If you're if you're like sending thousand. home a check, that yeah, she'd be more than happy. hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So, what would you be willing to live with me in a two bedroom apartment in Bristol, Connecticut? Ooh. Oh, we're getting two bedrooms at least. We get our own bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, we get our. I mean, listen, we're the freaking co presidents of ESPN. <laughs> as long as I get to choose the bedroom first. I mean, if you want to pay a little bit more in rent, you could choose the better bedroom. <laughs> we'll, we'll have an auction. Have I told you about the story with my wife and her idiot uh, uh, housemates in her senior year of college? Tell me, tell me, and then we'll go. So, so my my wife is living in a house with like seven girls or whatever. Is and it like University the University of Michigan? This is at the University of Michigan, and like mm-hmm. the difference in rooms is quite dramatic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out how to do it, and so they said, "Well, we're, everybody's going to pay the same." 
And then they're fighting over who gets the small room, who gets the big room. And I kept, and I, and I was like, I didn't want to interject so much, especially because they're going to think I'm biased on behalf of my wife. But I was just saying, like, why don't we look at this objectively? Why don't we have an auction where we start with the crappiest room and we say, all right, let's say, let's say it was divided, but let's say the average, if you divide all the rooms, was 600 bucks. Who will take the crappiest room for 600? Nobody. Who will take it for 595? Who will take it for 590? And you go down until someone's willing to take it. And then you do with the next crappiest room, the next crappiest room. And I thought this was like the obvious way to do it. And then they're like, no, because I don't want the smallest room for less than average, but I don't want anybody, like, I, I, but I want the biggest room for the same, and I want somebody else to pay, like, these girls. And you're also like, very invested because you need her to have, like, a single, basically. No, they all had singles, but they had, oh, it's my wife eight was, singles or seven singles, okay, fine. Yeah, my, my wife was willing to take, my wife was willing to take the smallest room, but she wasn't going to pay the same amount as somebody who has room was twice as big and had her own private bathroom on suite, And what they, you know? what they end up doing. They're idiots, so they, I don't remember what they did. They didn't listen to me. They didn't have an auction, and I think that they just fought Crazy about it. Crazy like, that these eight sorority girls didn't listen to the one dorky <laughs> boyfriend who they assumed would not be in the picture probably in just days. Uh, <laughs> not, ironically, that none of the uh, seven of them still speak to her. Can, can I tell you one more funny story? So yeah. one, of the, one of the, and I hope none of them listen to this, but whatever. One of them. Oh, trust um, me, none of them listen. <laughs> no, but I, one of them who was the one my wife liked the least of all of them mm-hmm. had this boyfriend who everybody hated. Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend walked in on my wife in the shower one time. Mm-hmm. And when I say walked in, I don't mean walked into the bathroom. I mean walked into the bathroom and then opened the curtain and walked into the shower. No oh boy. Claiming. You have to, ki- you have to cl- kill this guy. <laughs> Claiming that he thought it was his girlfriend in there until he opened the curtain. What? My wife was. I'm not even. I, like we couldn't. I've been married 13 years. I couldn't get away with that now without like asking first. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, anyways, so my wife, unsurprisingly, was extraordinarily pissed off. Mm-hmm. This girl didn't seem to think it was a big deal, and so this girl said to my wife, "She's like, well, that's okay. I'll just flash Alex to make it even." And and I, this is why I really hope she's not listening because I could say that. I've seen that girl. And I that was not going to be to my benefit. That, oh, that says this is really. Doing Which is part of my argument. Is, I'm like, I'm like, listen, boyfriend. How are we going to get the freaking job at ESPN with this story on the podcast? I'm just saying, listen, boyfriend. There's no way you saw my wife's silhouette through the curtain and thought it was your girlfriend. Like you knew what you were doing, and it was like your way to, like, you know. So yeah. And did she marry that guy? Who that girl? No, they were broken up a few months later, a few weeks later, whatever. Yeah, I feel like you have to go and find and kill him now. Especially yeah, do with I have this podcast money. No, you don't have to edit it out. But I mean, oh, I mean, only if, only if like you think it's gonna be action. Uh, it's an hour deep. No one's listening at this point. That that is true. Definitely none of these yeah. sorority girls who are still talking about <laughs> your dorky auction idea. <laughs> but that's the logical way to do it, obviously. No, I agree. I but but you have yeah. to sort of add in a few per, like twerks. Like it, you ha- it has to ultimately like if they're paying X number in rent five thousand dollars, it has to equal five thousand dollars. So basically, no, you're, you're bidding so your percentage. Let's say there's. Yeah, well, no, let's say there's five rooms and they're each $1,000, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, you don't, you don't have to. So you start with the cheapest room and you say, who wants it for 1000 Nobody does. No, I think who you start with the most expensive room. You have to start with the biggest room. No, 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 no because that, no, because then, because that problem is then you're going to, because they, the, the, everybody wants the most expensive room. The, the, it wasn't about who, which room do you want? It's which room do you not want? Right. It was a negative. Oh, so you're writing right? down, like, I'll take it for 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you start down. Yeah. Will, will you take the smallest room at 1000 No. Will you take it at nine ninety? Whoever's willing to take it for the highest amount will pay that amount, and then the yeah, remainder what if you, goes to the what, other. Then rooms. you could end up screwing. No, there's some problems with this because what if it gets bid down to like a hundred, and then the other four girls are stuck splitting forty nine hundred four ways, and then you know. But they're not. They're not stuck because they don't. It wouldn't get down to hundred. If if you think the other room is going to be too expensive, you take it. That's the point. It's, well, it's how much you want like, the better room. What if it's like a school year? What Trust if they me, sort of did a rotation where like halfway through the year they switched? No one's ever going to actually uh, do that, right? 
Yeah, my, my 10th grade, which is the first time I had a roommate, me and Aaron Kornhauser, we mm-hmm. moved in and I said to him to be generous, I said, listen, I'll take the top bunk because we had a bunk bed yeah. and then we'll switch after the year. Yeah. And he said, okay. And then after the year came, he's like, yeah, I'm not switching. <laughs> I did that in camp. I would always get like the uh, single bed because there's singles and there's bunk beds in summer camp. Yeah. And because my dad worked there, like we would get there a couple of days before the campers. So yeah. me and Ari Spodek, we'd always get like the first, uh, we get like the, the better beds. And yeah, then, perfect. and I remember one year I felt bad that this guy had like, uh, always had like a, a, a bunk bed. So I'm like, I won't switch to the top. I wasn't that nice. I'm like, I'll switch to your bottom bunk. The bottom bunk's annoying because you have someone on top of you and like, you have to share the under the bed space with them. You have to like, you know, in camp, that's where your shoes go and all the stuff and your cubbies. No, but the bottom, so the I was, has, I bottom, was such a nice guy. A I bottom has like, some perks that a single doesn't have. What perk does a bottom bunk have? You okay. A, bunk a bottom buddy? bunk. A bottom bunk at camp, when you're in a corner especially, you put a sheet or a blanket or something sort of on the top bunk to, sp- to cover it over you, and then you have like a private little area where you can do things that you don't want the counselor to find out about. You have what like a much doing? more of a privacy. What were you doing that you don't need the counselor to find out about? Like, I don't really? Know. You never did anything at camp that you could get in trouble for if, if, the, if a staff member found out? One time I burned my hand. Um, we, we were like changing the, the stick of a, uh, like a, the blade of a hockey stick, and we were using right guard and fire, and I got like a huge second degree burn on my hand. That's like the only thing I remember getting in like big trouble for. Well, you must have been a very good, uh, very good camper. No, I wasn't. I, I like, I, I was, I would never want to go to the activities, so I was always like cutting the activities. Like, well, they that's would make, an example. They would make you, us you, go you to like sort of hide behind a little hidden tent, and the concert might not notice you. He's not going to go and pull up the blanket in the corner. To right? See if somebody no, I it. think they do. I think they like check the yeah. whole, the whole. It's not so big. How big is a freaking bunk at camp? <laughs> I don't know. You got to go all the way to the end of the bunk. You're like, I forget it. But if they that's what they should them. do. That's I'm going to suggest that to my dad. Like every camp now should do an auction for, for bunks. Yeah. Like, all right. Who wants the bottom bunk? Like you got to wait. You the kids have to start more. paying for. <laughs> yeah. You got to pay extra for a bottom bunk. By the way, that's not a crazy idea. Kids have no concept of the value of money. Although neither of these no, sorority their girls parents, their parents are paying okay, for everything. An extra 500 bucks to get a bottom. Although now I bet they don't let any kids on top on top bunks for like and, safety and, reasons or something. And why would a parent possibly care which bunk their kid is in also? Well, they want their the dumb Johnny to be happy. Yeah, I don't want dumb Johnny to be happy. I'm not even giving dumb Johnny a Hanukkah present, so. All right, Keith, I think that's enough. All right, uh, yeah, if you support our candidacy, then uh, at Keith and Chester for ESPN Perez on Twitter. Or something That's like the that. Hashtag. I think it was different last time I said it, but uh, yeah, I think this is going to get off the ground. We need a campaign manager. I do think this is going to happen. Honestly. Like, who else is out there? It's just us. <laughs> I don't know. I got to go read that article in Sports Business. All righty. Uh, keep it real. Next week, top 10 TV shows. Send in your top 10 TV shows. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Top TV shows of the year. All right. Yeah, no, not top TV shows ever. We did that already. Yeah. Okay. Keep it. You're Talk right.
Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.